Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Govs on the Go Faculty Spotlight, a podcast featuring faculty in the College of Arts and Letters here at Austin Peay State University. My name is Dr. Buzz Hoon. I'm the dean of the college. I'm also the host of the podcast. And today I'm talking with Lenny Dyer, associate professor in the Department of Theater and Dance here at Austin Peay. Lenny, thank you for joining me. Thank you. It's an honor. <laughs> now, usually I like to start at how you joined Austin P, but I'm going to go a little bit farther back because okay. I think you have a great story about how you found <laughs> your passion for theater and how you especially found the passion for costume design. Okay. My mother was hired for, my mother's a theater director, and she was hired to do the children's program at this summer theater program. And they said, she said, well, I have a, you know, a 13-year-old daughter. Is there anything that you could, any place we could put her? And they said, sure, let's make her a junior apprentice. So I had no idea what I was getting myself into. It was the first kind of professional job. So we went there and they loaded all of us, all the apprentices into the theater. And they said, they went around the room and they said, what shop do you want to work in? Well, I heard somebody whisper that the costume shop was air conditioned. And so after that, I was like, costumes. And so that started the trajectory of my life. And since I've been 13, I've primarily been in costumes in one form or another. Um, I have worked professionally, I've worked regionally, I've worked for universities, but also cruise ships things like that. So it's it has opened the world to me and it was all because of air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a wonderful story though. I think that you, you obviously f you found your, where your talent lies and right. that's really a, a great part of your personal story and I'm sure you probably share that sometimes yeah. with our students. <laughs> um, but let, let's talk about how you found your way to Austin P. because I always like to hear how somebody found, how we were lucky enough to get you to be part of our faculty. Well, my mother again was a uh, teaching at Lambeth University in Jackson, Tennessee, and she was part of the Tennessee Theater Association. And so one semester, they were getting ready to do their conference, and my mom said, I was in graduate school, my mom said, you should do a workshop. This is good for your resume. You know, you need to come up to Tennessee Theater Association and do this workshop. Okay, so I drove up, and I remember it was the Alabama-Tennessee game. I was from Alabama, the University of Alabama, and I was driving to Tennessee, and there was complete gridlock, and I had an Alabama hang tag, and I immediately took it down <laughs> because I thought, oh goodness. But I went to the conference, and a professor from the theater department came up to me and said, we're looking for a costume designer. Are you interested? And so I said, well, sure, I'll, I'll send it in. I send in the application, and that particular month, Austin P was hit by a tornado. And so my mom called and said, you need to turn on CNN. That school that you just applied to may not be there. And so I turned it on and I was like, oh my goodness, because I really wanted to come to Austin P. This was exactly where I wanted to be. So luckily, we survived the tornado and it uh, yeah, but it was that was quite a surprise. <laughs> quite an entry into your right. the start of your academic career. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about the classes that you uh, get to teach and what ones do you like and why. Okay, uh, I get to teach costume design, makeup design, uh, costume history, and costume construction. With there are a couple of others like special topics that we sometimes put in there, but those are 
kind of the core classes. I love costume history. I, it is just my favorite class because I'm teaching it right now, in fact. The students get so excited to see where clothes have come from and where we are today. And I try very hard to say, this is the first time we see a shirt. This is the first time we yeah. see a jacket, uh -huh. you know, and, and to explain to them that it's really kind of a morphing of history. Um, it's a great passion for me. And it is every movie I watch, every TV show I watch, I'm always looking at the costumes from a historical standpoint mm -hmm. and making sure that, you know, they didn't have zippers yet. Why has that got a zipper in it? <laughs> that kind of thing. But, but I would say that's probably my most favorite. Um, makeup design is also a great passion of mine. I had the opportunity during the 96 Olympics to for the Samsung exhibit to do the makeup. And so I was at the time, I will be honest, looking at the paycheck because it was a, a big paycheck to do it. I wasn't really looking at the great experience that this was. And from that moment on, I decided, you know, there's something to makeup. And if the students, I've had some students that have had just the passion, just the immediate passion for it. And I've told them, if you can get into it, it's an amazing industry and it pays very well. So, it, you know, that's, those are always kind of nice bonuses to it. That's not why, I don't, I never want a student to go into something just for the money. Right. But that is certainly a bonus, <laughs> in the arts especially. So how do you recognize, because I'm sure you at times have had students come through your program and you've recognized that same passion yes. that you had. Um, and, and you've had this opportunity to help them foster it, mentor them along through the way. Um, it must be a really special um, joy for you to have that. It is. It completely is. I feel like sometimes I can see, I don't want to say that it's, it's just something that they're putting off, but it really is something extra. Mm -hmm. there, there's just something a little bit extra. I had a student a couple of years ago that was very passionate about makeup. And I noticed that her projects, she wouldn't do just the 100%, she would do 150. And she always was challenging herself, pushing herself, wanting to learn more. That to me is a great indicator. Um, with something like costume history, they want to know more than just what the textbook mm -hmm. is teaching them. And that to me, there's, that's better than money in the bank. I mean, it is so exciting. I think I mentioned to you before, I had this theory when I was younger that I had found something that nobody else had found. I thought I was the only costume designer in the world. And so, I mean, when, when you're young, you certainly think those things. But the thought that I found this amazing thing, why mm -hmm. isn't everybody doing this? And so when I get a student that's like that, oh my goodness, <laughs> it's, I want to just, Every single day, I want to tell them something else. You know, it's like, and, and you need to know this, and you need to know this. Right. <laughs> you know? And as we, we were talking before as well, I think the costume design is such an undervalued uh, part of a, that makes such a, a production into what it can be. Sure. I mean, it's, it's undervalued, but it's so appreciated, especially by the people that are involved in the production, and right. because it is part of the story. Right. 
That's exactly it. You can take, for example, um, the Academy Awards that just happened. Um, Wakanda just won the second Academy Award. Ruth Carter won the Academy Award for that. And that movie, imagine that movie without those costumes, because those costumes set that world. That world doesn't exist. So Ruth Carter cr truly, with the director and with the people that were putting the movie together, really created that world, and it was all through the visuals. Hmm. And so when I get the chance to do a show where I'm creating a world, that's so exciting. Oh, it's, I love that. But I love it equally as much as I would a show that I'm pulling a couple of suits for, mm -hmm. you know, because I am informing the audience about this character. I'm telling the audience, this is what this character is about. Um, I tell my students, we costume ourselves every day. And so I'm trying to get across who this character is through their clothing. And that's a, when you brought that up, then I realized that how we do, <laughs> we do. as humans, you, you know, try to express something of ourselves right. to the rest of the world and what and how we dress um, and, you know, other ways that we've uh, presented ourselves. And yet what you've done is, is use that in a story that just makes it all come alive. And I, and I have such an appreciation for that because it's, it's undervalued and I think really hard work for uh, some people uh -huh. to imagine how that takes place. Yeah. Um, one of the things that you have done is you've kind of, uh, you've been around the world doing different things mm -hmm. related to your uh, specialty. Um, and so, uh, you know, part of that has been, for instance, as you mentioned on the cruise ships, mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about your opportunities for you that you've been provided sure. to travel with your um, design? A couple of, well, a number of years ago, um, there was a magazine called Backstage Magazine and happened to be flipping through it and it said that in Chicago, I was in Omaha at the time, working, um, doing odd jobs and doing a lot of freelance work. And in this magazine they had, they were going to be interviewing technical people as well as singers, dancers. Because usually cruise ship interviews, it, it, they're looking for the performers. But this particular one, they were looking for technical people as well. And so I thought, I'm going to do it. And so I drove my little car from Omaha to Chicago. And I went into the interview. And the interview went fantastic. It, it was great. So I went back home and I thought, well, maybe, maybe not. And I got the call. And so I was going to have to fly to Puerto Rico and get on a cruise ship. Never been on a ship, never been out of the country really. I mean, you know, I'd been to Mexico a little bit, a little bit to Canada, but never like this. And so after that first day of a little bit of the boat rocking, <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my goodness. And this was, this was a long time ago where I had to bring my sewing machine. So I brought my sewing machine, I sat in my cabin and I did all the alterations and I thought, this is I mean, can you imagine a better way to get paid? <laughs> this is so fantastic. Because out the window, I'm watching all these great ports. And they had scheduled it so that you could get a little bit of time to go into the ports. So I was seeing the world, but I was also doing the costumes. Long, uh, fast forward a little bit to Facebook. Facebook came up, and this woman, I'm, I'm a member of the Costumers Network. And this woman came up and she said, I've just been hired by Norwegian Cruise Lines to hire costumers. 
And so I wrote her a private message and I said, I used to do this a long time ago, you know, and I'm not interested in a full-time type of thing, but if you have things during the summer or spring break, things like that, I'm interested. And so she and I wrote back and forth and lo and behold, she's hired me now to go to Portugal, Belgium, Amsterdam, uh, I'm trying to think of all the places, France, there, there are two places in France, and then we end up in England. Um, and like I said, it's to go on the ship and to, I, I didn't explain this part, there's a cast on the ship and there's a cast coming on the ship. I am altering the costumes for the cast that's okay. coming on the ship. So I'm taking, after they do, like on a Tuesday night, say the cast, the original cast has done their show, I then take those clothes and alter them for the new cast. The new so, cast. So, yeah. They call it a changeover costumer. Okay. And so throughout the whole week, I'm just kind of following the shows and doing the alterations as fast as possible. So... And it's exciting. Yeah. You, you're yeah. looking forward to it, I'm sure. Oh, I couldn't. I just cannot believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> and I'm sure you're going to be able to have all types of stories to share with oh, the yeah. students when you come back. And, Most definitely. And, and that's what's so great about, I think, um, our, our theater and dance um, professors is they are active oh, in, yeah. in doing different things like you're with costume design and uh, bringing it back and helping our students learn about the opportunities to continue their careers and and that's such an important part of what we do here at Austin P. Well and they've set it up that if I have students in the future that are ready for that kind of a job then I can get them employment. I did this in the past I got called by them and I had a student, and so I called them up and I said, this is my student, she's wonderful. So my student went on there, she worked for them for a couple of years, and then she went on to work as a costumer on Broadway. So I felt kind of like I got her that kickstart, you know? Absolutely. And, th and they, they understand that, you know, I'm vetting this person and saying that they're ready for that kind of kind of experience so well I want to hear all about your stories when you come back you yeah. can be a guest again oh that'll be great in a future episode <laughs> be of wonderful. the show well thanks again for being on the show and sharing what you do here in theater and dance thank you thank you so much and thanks for all of our viewers and listeners out there for joining us we will continue to profile some of the outstanding professors we have in the College of Arts and Letters here at Austin P State University so until next time stay safe take care and God bless.